Welcome to another episode of Sports and Songs Podcast. We're your hosts, Dan and Andy. Andy, how you doing? I'm good. How about you? Good. We're on season three, episode number 22. Today is April 10th, 2022. Baseball, we're full swing Major League Baseball. What do you think so far? You know, I'll get to it later on, but I don't know about other teams. Down here south of the border, still on assignment. So I've been watching what I can. Watch the one Mets game. And uh, a lot of hit batters going on. I don't know if that's happened with other teams in the league. I think maybe they got to let the pitchers go back to the sticky stuff so they got better control. I've Here's seen that a lot of that as well. A lot, of, a lot of ones getting away high and tight and stuff like that. I mean, me personally, the pitchers have had all summer to practice, get used to not having the rosin on your fingers or the sticky stuff, whatever they call it. But got to do something about that because it's going to get ugly. Well, there's been several you know, benches cleared. No fights, I don't think. But benches have cleared already. And when Buck Schultz the one leading the charge for the Mets the other day, that was, that was kind of scary seeing the old man walk out there. I saw that. I saw that. So that's interesting. Now, minor league baseball started on Tuesday. So they're yep. a day or two or three days ahead of the rest. And um, they've all got six games in. Uh, by now, those those the, the minor leagues, and so uh, major leagues have got three three or four games in, I believe, right now. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. We, as a show, are going to be focusing more on major league baseball now and minor leagues coming up because that's going to be in full swing. I'm sure you'll be wrapping up uh, a couple more episodes of winter sports here, but boy, the yeah. sports now are done except for you know the hockey. Hockey just finished up, and we got some other stuff coming up. Yeah, just and the Masters. You don't cover much golf, but I suppose I could do my trivia question, man. Yeah, why don't you give us a trivia? There our our annual golf segment of the year. Yes, we don't cover much golf, but today was the final day of the Masters. It's held at Augusta National in uh, in Georgia, and it's uh, you know the four day event. Uh, and for the, those who don't follow, you know you can't take a golf you know a cart. You're walking it every day uh, at the PGA. Pro, you're walking it. And so the question came up over the weekend is, how long is it? You had your steps on. You had your clicker on or your uh, iPhone or your, your Google watch. How many steps, how many miles is that to walk for an average person? No, uh, no golf cart. You play 18 holes at Augusta National. How many miles um, is that? What do you think? We'll get to that. We'll get to the answer. I think we do the yards on a course and the miles and do math. And, oh, man. I suppose if you do the uh, the yards, the 18 holes with the yardages, plus the uh, steps or yards in between, convert it to miles. That's so many yards in a foot, so many feet in a mile. Yeah. It's a lot of math, Dan. We'll Talk do a lot of it. math. But anyway, the answer we'll get to, uh, I don't think we have a lot of golf fans here on the show. But if it is, it's it's an interesting tidbit nonetheless. One golf topic I was reading before I got, we came on. Uh, we talked about Roberts in Medina, the restaurant down there. Yes. They have a special coming up. This is a free plug. We're not getting paid. Free plug. I saw it. If you bring in your golf card, card your scorecard after you go golfing, two for ones. Oh, that's a nice. Roberts. So after you're done golfing, yeah, you have a drink at that clubhouse by the way home. Head down to Roberts, Medina. Show me golf Does card. It work for uh, if you're at a mini golf range as well, I I don't think so. Don't I have an idea. So. Uh, another thing, we we'll golf card later in the show. We'll cover it later in the show. But local here, we're a Carver County focused show. Yes, event in Waconia every year. 
It's the annual putt-putt challenge in the wintertime. It's indoors. Yes. It's mini golf at four or five different bars in the city of Lafayette. Oh, yeah. They set up the mini golf, uh, and there's several holes, and you keep your score. You go there. You, you drink your beer during the day. It's an official tournament. Lowest score wins, and it's an all-day party. Uh, they've done this as a fundraiser for many years now. It's a putt-putt challenge. Uh, very interesting from a marketing perspective. Whoever put this together, very uh, genius. Uh, it's a way to get outdoors, but you're inside, but you're going bar to bar to bar. And you have several holes at each bar. It's pretty uh, pretty good. Nice. All right, go ahead uh, with your high school sports. You got me on share screen there, sir? Oh, no, I don't. I got to get oh, that. What's going on? got to get the producers. All right, the, wow. the interns. We're looking for interns for the summer, too. So if you know someone yes. for a good, a good job to get into sports and music and songs, our interns yeah. are open for another fun-filled summer here. All right, am I ready? Yes. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we are. Only, not only that, we are now the number one Minnesota-based podcast in the Monterey area in Mexico. Just thought I'd let you know. Number one in Monterey? Nice. Yes, for all Minnesota-based sports cast, yeah, top podcast. Makes sense. Not surprised. Congratulations to Denver. Frozen four champs. Came from behind, beat Minnesota State. Very good game. If you like hockey, it was a very excellent game to end it. And, of course, me being the homer, we got to talk about Bobby Rink. Bobby, 2018 Minnesota State High School Hockey Champion with Minnetonka, 2021 World Champions Team USA, 2022 NCAA Champs with Denver. He is the official NHL property and problem of the Philadelphia Flyers. Signed his contract today with them. So congrats to Bobby. All he does is win championships, Dan. Just a winner all around. All he does is win championships. He'd be a good guy to have on as a guest. Yes. You know, Tonka, Tonka alum, I'll see what I could do. If he's at the, one of the alumni meetings, I'll, I'll talk to him. Hardware break. Baseball. I'm going to cover all sorts of it here. I don't have any high school stuff yet because a lot of those games have been postponed. So there's not many games played. But it was on April 6, 1982, the Metrodome opened up. The fabulous oh, yes. Metrodome. Yes, we laughed, we cried, we made fun of it. Well, I, you know, a side note here. The old the old man took uh, took me and the brothers to the second game ever. We saw the Phillies. I'm wearing the cap today. I see that. Wiz played the Phillies in two in a, in a two game series exhibition when the when the Pete Rose got the first hit. Toilet opened up, and yeah. I was a big fan. You know, going to that uh, that wowed me. Walking into that Metrodome as a 12, 11 year old kid, and so uh, Pete Rose was playing. Yep. Phillies, and that was nineteen eighty two. Yep. Fun stuff. High school baseball season debut for Buffalo, the Buffalo Bisons varsity team. Tyson Moore, their catcher, as a seventh grader. Wow. So hang in there, little boys. You can do that. Buffalo's a big, a big school. It's not a small school, yeah. you know, anymore. That's a to may even make the varsity as a ninth grader, I think would be hard. But yeah. he's starting as a seventh grader. You see sometimes in high school hockey, the small schools an eighth grader on there. You know, the well, wrestling is very greater. common as well, but boy. Baseball is a catcher, too, no less. So, all in the game. to the young man. Solid. 
Fox Loom. He's been named SEC Baseball Player of the Week for posting a 636 batting average with nine RBIs over his past four games. Playing out the SEC for Mizzou. Excelsior, Minnesota, Minnetonka grad. Of course, so I'm going to bring it up. Uh, he was close to Carolina. Uh, he's had some injury issues. The man's got pop and he's got flow in the hair, Dan. Yes. So Serious. keep that name. If you look him up on his uh, Twitter, he's got you know, highlights or following zoo highlights, SEC. He's he's got some pop. He uh, fan favorite. He's getting the crowd going all the time. He's a good kid. Also, local boy, twenty-one strikeouts in a game. Twenty-one in a game. Whoa, really? Owen Borman, pitcher from Litchfield, from Northwestern, did it against Crown College this week. Twenty-one Ks. I was looking up his line beforehand. Oh boy. He a good one. He's uh for the year so far, he's bats left, uh throws left. He's three and one in six starts with two complete games, two shutouts, a 1.93 ERA, 37 and a third innings, nine walks, 60 Ks. They're batting 218 against him. Where uh where does he play Tom Ball, I wonder? I uh hopefully for Watertown soon. I don't know though. So it's, keep an a, eye on that name come Tom Ball time. Six foot five. My God. Yeah, he's a he's a junior, 190. Um, now they're in the same conference as Crown College, the Storm, uh, part of the UMAC Upper Midwest Athletic Conference. And here's the standings: Northwestern is in second, Crown's in first. Um, uh, these standings are going into Sunday, so I did these Sunday morning right after church. I watched it online. Yeah, I know I'm in Mexico. I watched church online. They did this afterwards. It's Crown Northwestern, Wisconsin Superior, Bethany Lutheran. Etc. Etc. Going down the line, Crown is nine and eight going into the year. Like I said, their last three games against Northwestern, there's that loss. That was the twenty-one strikeout game, and they won. I don't have today's results on there, but uh, they did lose. But the staff, the screen was made before, but they did lose today too. Uh, Owen did not pitch in that game though, so but keep an eye on his name. And here's Crown's schedule coming up. Couple games against. Martin Luther on Monday, Wednesday, Minnesota, Morris. Then they go, they host Northland. Uh, Crown College is right there in St. Bonnie. I'll go catch a game over there. Not a bad little facility. Go for baseball. Sam Ireland's number 66 ranked pitcher. Uh, Max Meyer, former Gophers, now in the minors for the Marlins, I believe, still. So maybe Sam could follow in Max's steps and make it to the minors sometime. Keep an eye on him. He's kind of the bright spot on the team this year. As you see, they are eight and twenty so far in the year. I don't know. I don't have today's results. Uh, they've lost two in a row to Maryland, and the game against the Bison was they, uh, they beat they beat Maryland today. They did win today. Okay. So uh, there's that. Uh, the game against the Bison was postponed. That that won't be a makeup game. That's kind of one of those filling games they have. It's not a conference one, so that won't be made up. Then they're upcoming. They got the, the Tommies on Tuesday. And they go to Iowa. Iowa's got a good team this year, too. Other Gopher sports I want to touch on here. Gopher Gymnastics are in the Final Four. They go against number one Oklahoma. They're the eight seed. So, according to their little draw up there, they're, they should be that far. Um, it was a tight one against California, the nine seed there, but they made it. Um, so, the 14th at 1 p.m. On, on the Deuce, as they used to call it, ESPN2. 
Gophers and Oklahoma will be part of the final four. Then I think the 16th are the finals for gymnastics. So if you're in the gymnastics and that's your thing, or just go for pride, you want to watch the Gophers do the best they can. There you go. Miss Basketball, Miss Battle from Hopkins High School. Oh, and she's going to be a Gopher. Yes. So the, the turnaround has begun. Um, no, no offense to her. She's not going to turn around like a Paige Becker's did or like Caitlin Clark did in Iowa. She's a good player, don't get me wrong, but uh, the Gophers were below 500. She will be a definite improvement for the team. Now they went to the NIT and won a game and lost a game, I think. So uh, yep. that'll be fun to watch her. Yep, her grow there. Will she be an immediate starter, you know? I haven't heard yet. It depends on who the whole transfer portal thing for boys and girls. Who oh. on, you never know. Speaking of transfer portal, Purdue transfer point guard Isaiah Thomas announced his final five of where he wants to go is Minnesota, Northern Kentucky, Florida Gulf Coast, Grand Canyon, and Loyola Marymount. Now, Gopher fans, before you get excited, this is off Ryan James's Twitter feed, by the way. Uh, very good follow for high school college basketball. If that's your thing, follow Ryan James MN on the Twitter. Um, also, Minnesota 247 is his thing for that. Now, Isaiah Thomas, good player, but you know what? He's not going to bring us to the promised land. He averages four points a game, gets you know, 16 to 18 minutes a game. He's not the big stud coming in. But he spent the last year or so at last year's at Purdue, a very good organization. Whatever he's picked that coach's brain, that style he could bring here, that attitude. Purdue's got a good team. So that again, he's not gonna turn around as a player, but maybe is it what he could bring to the team of other things he's learned. Mm. Buys in baseball. Again, like I said, uh, their their gopher game was postponed. The, the first game in the Summit League, the Tommies beat them. Six nil. Nil. Six love. Yes. And then uh, they took care of business after that. And then the Bison have uh, three against Oklahoma coming up. They got another filling game there, too, on Tuesday against Dakota. Uh, in Fargo, then the other games were in Fargo, too. Was Oklahoma comes up. Oklahoma's third in the conference right now in the summit, so those could be very important games. Oh, oh, Omaha, Omaha. Or Omaha, I'm sorry. That's Oklahoma? I'm sorry, Omaha. You said Oklahoma, yep. That'll be good, good matchup. Good, good there. Omaha is a good team, don't get me wrong, but going up north. Well, some baseball puns here. I got uh, if you think shaking balls is boring, try sitting on the bench. I'll shake balls every day of the week. Spring training did close up the A or the Angels and the Cardinals had the best records in the Cactus and Grapefruit League. Okay. In my opinion, I don't think either one will make the playoffs. Oh, that so, could be. That could be. Yep. You know, I'm not saying spring training doesn't matter, but so many people take that so out of control. Here's some powers to be from uh, SNY. Yes, it's a New York based one. Relax. Um, on who they think is going to win each division and the three wild card spots. Everybody all picked an NL West. They all picked the Dodgers. And in the AL Central, they all picked the White Sox. Um, a couple guys even had the Twins making the playoffs. But Alex Smith actually has the Cardinals winning the whole world thing. I, I don't see it. Yeah. He's also got the Angels making the playoffs. Two guys have the Angels making the playoffs, winning the division no less. Um, 
the AL West is so open. One guy even picked the Mariners to win that division. That's how open it is. Uh, so there's that. Um, everybody did pick either the Mets had the Mets or and Yankees both making the playoffs. Love had Milwaukee, if not winning it, making the playoffs. Except for Todd Zeal, he didn't have Milwaukee making the playoffs. But uh, so Milwaukee would be a good team to watch. Uh, Mets and Braves, Giants would be a team to watch. Nashville is pretty, pretty set. The American League, though, uh, again, Alex Smith doesn't even have the Yankees making the playoffs. So we shall see. It's, that, that just shows how fun it is. Uh, two guys got the Blue Jays. Someone's got the Chicago. Someone's got the Cardinals. Wide open still. No one has the Yankees winning it, though. That's a New York-based show, so that tells you something. Interesting. And this is, of course, you know, on paper. So right, yeah. do all the First metrics you want, look at it on paper. And, of course, uh, we'd have to agree with this for the most part. But 162-game season, it never ends up that way. There's injuries and whatnot. Yeah, and I don't know if these picks were made before the ground went down and or not. slums so. and everything else that happens. But uh, it's fun to put things like this together. Wow. Yeah. Here's some more interesting stats. about No hitters broken up after the seventh inning in their career. Nolan Ryan's had 24. Oh, my God. And the one that I forgot about, Don Sutton always kind of tinkered with them. Uh, yeah. The reason I brought this up, I saw a stat today. Dave Steeb from the Toronto Blue Jays yeah. back in the 80s. He threw three one-hitters out of four games to start the season. Wow. Uh, 80-something, yeah. So he had some of those too, but there you go. Rod Crew, one of Dan's close personal friends. Stat, opening day, there was 124 strikeouts in Major League Baseball. Same number 20 Gwynn had over the last eight seasons. Oh, my gosh. Eight seasons, 124 times he struck out. Uh, he was just a beautiful man to watch in the batter's box. You know, Sano and some of these guys for the Twins, you know, they always talk about that magic 200 mark. Uh, yeah. The average, not the 200 line, the Mendoza. But for strikeouts in a season, yeah. 200 is kind of that – um, that's getting up there. That's a lot. So he did 124 over eight seasons. Eight seasons. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the polar bear for the Mets, he'll hit 200 cases here, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a Mets guy, so put it. And a pleasant good evening, everybody. We had baseball start. Like we talked about earlier, the Mets, starting pitchers. And then here's – Here's Sterling Marte. He was complaining about it. So we got three guys hit the first night, and he was hit two days later. Um, I think they got to bring the sticky stuff back. They got to do something. Um, it's early in the season. I don't want to hear control. I don't want to hear we didn't have a long spring training year professionals. I think a lot of it, though, because I, I was really watching the games looking for this. I don't remember this as a kid. A lot of pitchers waste pitches in the dirt all the time hoping you go fishing after it. I don't remember. Maddox never did that. Ryan never did that. If here it is, hit it. You know, they didn't try to bounce one ahead. And that was that. When you see a pitch bounce in the dirt, that's what the pitcher is trying to do. And that just blows me away. That's yeah, a different game than when we grew up. Yeah. And I didn't want to have to bring it. I packed it just in case. I did bring the soapbox with. You did? Okay. And I have to use it. From Mexico. Yeah. This quote drove me nuts, mostly because it was from Anthony Rizzo, who drives me nuts. He said, quote, you see, Freddie Freeman isn't on the Braves anymore. There's no loyalty in the game anymore. Okay, wait a minute. 
Yeah, you were traded from the Cubs. Your contract was up. You could have gone back to the Cubs and still been loyal to them. No, you didn't. You went where the money is. So who's not the loyal one anymore? Yeah, the Cubs trade you. It was business. Very rare. You could have gone back. And the and the quote and the quote would would have been effective if someone else said it other than Rizzo, right? If it would have been, you would have had a uh, an argument there. But now it it falls flat on its face. No one's going to listen to that. Yeah, because you were a free agent. Yeah, you were traded. That's part of the business. You could have gone back to them or stayed with the team you were traded to and stayed there. No, you know you could go back to the Cubs. No. I'm not putting up the current standings because it's three, four games in. It's not worth it. So there'll be no current standings. In fact, Detroit beat the White Sox the first two games. Yeah. Yeah. But we can officially announce today that the Baltimore Orioles are mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. I think that's a safe bet. New releases in music this week. Ozzy Osbourne put on his Twitter – I'm so happy to let everyone know that I finished my new album this week and delivered it to his label, Epic Records. We'll be sharing this information about the album and its upcoming release with you in the next several weeks. Now, a lot of these I'm talking about new albums coming out because Father's Day is coming up, just saying. Lead singer Michael Monroe of Handy Rocks uh, has returned. He's got a new solo album coming out, his 10th solo album. So if you're a fan of them from the 80s, he's got another one coming out, if that's your thing. Black Swan Band has one coming out. I got some information here on them. Uh, there you see the band next to you. Let's go over the band. Robin McGalley, he's former lead singer Survivor, but he was there from 2006 to 2011, so he wasn't there like when they were popular. He filled in at the end. Uh, Rob Beach, he's played for Winger. White Snake and Dokken in the past on guitar. Jeff Pilsen on bass with Dokken. And he's also done some work with Dio and Foreigner. Pilsen's been around. Yeah, Pilsen's been around. Yeah, he looks it too, boy. Whew, he did not age well. <laughs> not that I'm one to talk. I'm just saying Jeff Pilsen did not age well. And Matt Starr, drummer, he's worked with Ace Fraley and Mr. Big and Joe Lynn Turner. Okay. I don't really call this a super group because, well, Pilsen was kind of a mainstay in Dokken until they fell apart. But they were all kind of filling guys, came into bands at the end anyway, so it's not really a super group. To me, if you made a super group today, it'd be Don Dockin on lead vocals, Slash on guitar, uh, Bonham on drums. You know, that would be a super group, not guys who pieced in throughout the time. Nothing against their careers, pieced fair in. Fair enough, fair enough. Just saying I don't consider them a super group under my name, but I have listened to some of their stuff. Uh, you can go to find their stuff on Facebook. Good listening stuff, Black Swan. Okay. And big deal. We've mentioned them a couple weeks ago. There's their stuff. A couple gals as lead singers. Ignore the video because it's kind of 80s MTV or WWE type attitude videos. If you just listen to the music, it's good music. They're not that bad. Give them a a shout or a a listen, as we say. That's what I got, sir. Get rid of this, that. That's the news I have that's fit to print. The uh, trivia question. Yes, what do you got? Golf. Golf. If you walked Augusta National all 18 holes, how many miles um, would it be? You have a, you have a, a guess, Andy. All right. Okay, I'm going to roughly say 400 yards a hole on average. 
18 holes. So that's what, uh, 3,200 3, yards. I don't know what that is in miles. Um, 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 how many yards in a mile? Um, next question. Yards, uh, yards, uh, three yards and a three. I'll three. just give the answer. Yes. The I'll, answer I'll figure it out about, back at the, end. the answer is roughly five miles. And I think that doesn't change much from, I got to plug in my thing here. Whoop, whoop. Hello. Yep. I'm here. So it's about five miles. Uh, you walk okay. the golf course, 18 holes, some are longer, some are shorter, but you're getting a good walk in of, of a five mile walk. If you're playing 18 holes with no, with no golf cart. Uh, that's a ways. You're walking that four days on a weekend, um, getting some good exercise. Okay. I was wrong. Someone I said roughly 400 yards a hole that comes up to 6,400 yards. Uh, 1,760 yards per mile. So I was coming up at three and a half miles. So I was three and a half. Okay. That sounds about right. It's good. Good information. I don't know if it's useless or not. It, it might be useful. Who knows? But it's a good workout. You're out in nature. If you're Bar good, trivia type get stuff. Get out there. Doesn't have to be Augusta, but no. Walk 18 holes. You're going to be putting on some miles. Yeah. I got album yeah. of the week coming up. Yes, we talked about this in the pre-production. Female band. Based out of St. Paul, Minnesota. What? They're from St. Paul? Here we go. Vixen. The band Vixen. I follow some of these girls on Facebook. Their debut album. I didn't know this. They came out of St. Paul. But here's the information. Vixen is... is, This album is a self-titled debut by the American all-female glam metal band Vixen. Released in 1988. Features the hit singles Edge of a Broken Heart and Crying. Richard Marks had an influence on these guys. He's one of the one of the late 80s most successful recording artists, was heavily involved in Vixen's early career, co-producing the album and writing one of their biggest hits, Edge of a Broken Heart. Uh, that uh, uh, music video is available as well. Uh, is, is out there. You know, Richard Marks heavily influenced, very good. But it has a it has a Richard Marx feel to it, of course. The three songs co-written by Jeff Paris called Crying, One Night Alone, and the bonus track Charmed Life were previously released on Paris's 1987 solo album Wired Up. And the song Give It Away is credited to Paris's real name, Jeffrey Lieb, who was included in his previous album Race to Paradise back in 1986. Now, v- Vixen is featured at number 43 in Rolling Stone magazine's list of 50 greatest hair metal album bands of all times. Hair metal albums of all time. Out of 50, this is 43. That's good. Album of certified gold. Um, here's the track listing. Edge of a Broken Heart, written um, Richard Marks. Now, he he did keyboards on that track and also produced and did the arrangements on that track. Uh Edge of a Broken Heart. Song two is I Want You to Rock Me. Song three is Crying. Song four is American Dream. Song five is Desperate. Song number six, One Night Alone. Song seven is Hellraisers. Song eight is Love Made Me. Song nine is Waiting. Song ten is 
cruising. And uh, I mentioned earlier, uh, they did have a couple songs, uh, a bonus track called Charmed Life. Get that on the bonus edition, on the cassette edition, and also the Japanese. You have the CD edition bonus track from the Japanese called Give It Away. And that replaces the song Charmed Life in Japan. They released the song Edge of a Broken Heart in 1988. Early the next year was Crying, and then Love Made Me in 18. 89. This is considered glam metal. It's 43 minutes, 18 seconds long. And, you know, it's, it's interesting, the, the personnel here. Janet Gardner, lead and backing vocals. And she's still around today, not with Vixen. A Vixen, by the way, means female fox. And uh, it, it's a good, good use of a, uh, the phrase they've got there for female um, exuding sexuality uh, or someone that's sexually attractive. So they got sexually attractive females in the band who, of course, push this genre, push this demographic, the young junior high teenage boys, of course, try to rack up the ticket sales. Uh, and you could argue maybe it worked, maybe it didn't. Jan uh, Moon was lead and rhythm guitars. She is a St. Paul gal from St. Paul. She was in a band called um, Genesis first. And then, you know, the, the, some of these bands didn't take, but boy, they got Vixen together and it took off. Cher Peterson. Cher Peterson was on bass. She, his, her real name is uh, Sharon Peterson. And she goes by Sharon Ross. Now uh, she's another Minnesota gal born in Glencoe. Yep. Born in Glencoe. And then you, on drums, you get Roxy, Petrucci on drums. So they did what they could, you know, came out with the hard rock, the heavy metal stuff, and local Minnesota band. Lots of music, by the way, comes out of uh, the Minnesota, Minneapolis, the St. Paul area. And so that did not surprise me when that happened. But I didn't know that either. I didn't buy their album when it first came out. I was listening to a lot of stuff in the late 80s, early 90s. Never, never bought the Vixen, but it was oh, in rotation on the VH1, MTV music videos and it had some rotation on uh, these the radio stations at the time never bought it but went back listened to some of the stuff here uh, today before the review and before the show and they've got some good good stuff some of these bands are still around today i thought they were only yeah. you know you see one of these these same treasure island casino these hinkley minnesota concerts um, these gals or portions of these gals and re, you know new different reincarnations of the band are still playing I follow some of them on Facebook. I share some of their stuff on our page sometimes. Nice young ladies. Yeah, so it's very interesting uh, information. So if you like Vixen, pick up that. This is their debut album. And that's all I've got for, for music. Uh, and maybe, maybe this is sexist in me to say this. Their song, Edge of a Broken Heart. Love the song. Really good song. It loses something when I hear Richard Marks sing it because he plays it when he tours too. And it just, it feels wrong. It's like, no, that's supposed to be a girl's point of view song, I thought, not, I mean, it can be taken either way, you, you know. It's like, and so he claims, because it's his song that he can sing it, but boy, it's really directed in one direction. It's really not meant. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, and Richard Marks' songs aren't that guitar heavy. And so it just, it looked wrong him doing that. You know, it's like, why are you singing their song? Oh, that's right. You wrote it. Yeah. You know? And Vixen opened, you know, for Deep Purple. They've opened for Kiss, yep. Osborne, 
they've been around in some of the the big music scenes uh, for for many uh, many years uh, back in that time frame. But good stuff. Still out and about, still doing their thing, still fitting that leather about the size of your pinky, you know. So that's that's their look, and they're keeping it up. So God bless them for that. One final thing. Yeah, one final note. What is it now, Andy? Um, next week for Easter, Easter Dan's going to do a special show about USFL stuff. USFL, <laughs> baby. Like, like Christmas, we did our Kiss thing, uh, Kiss albums. Uh, we did a uh, World Series around Christmas stuff. A bonus episode like that about 15 minutes long. And after that, I don't want to say a format change. That sounds wrong because you know radio stations change formats. It changes everything. Sunday night, we're going to record the sports segment of Sports and Songs. And sports Thursday, will re- it'll be a sports only. And then Thursday, songs will be released, the songs part of the show. Um. Just kind of break it up. We can get more in-depth on sports stuff. Uh, we, we kind of keep it to an hour here anyway. But we, we can get more music stuff, more tours, more interviews in if we have music on a separate show and sports on a separate show. So that's what we're going to try for the summer. Please give us a month to figure out what we're doing and see how it fits before you start saying it's a good idea or it's stupid. Give us a yeah, month they, may to, be, they may be 30-minute shows. They may be 40-minute 40, 40 shows. Yeah. But you, we're not, for the music fans, you're not going to have to uh, – go to the edge of the uh, the uh, the episode and try to click into the music. You yeah. go right to it. It's going to be full music only on Thursdays, Sundays, sports only, no music. And so yeah. it'll be shorter to the point, but we'll see what kind of fans we get uh, coming in. We've got a music little niche coming through. That music will cover more of the touring stuff, more sales, more charts, more interviews, stuff like that. And uh, the sports stuff, like we said, will be very baseball-heavy, town ball, small, you know, Crown College and Northeastern College, Bison and Gophers. You know. yeah. But it'll be interesting because now we know, Andy, the announcement was made uh, for Yahoo Sports here at Sports and Songs. We did not have enough to fill up a fantasy baseball league. Yes. We trashed that. I did, however, uh, join just a public league in Yahoo. Join that. Give, yeah. I'll give that a shot. I've never played. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing it. And so – I'll come with some better insight next year. We'll try to get a group of eight to 12 teams for fantasy baseball. Is it a rotisserie league or a head-to-head league? There won't be, you know, a strike, the lockout, uh, whatever we had this year. We'll be ready to go and we'll get a team, a group together, a league, I'll say. And then USFL, I am in a draft Thursday night, Andy. Uh-oh. USFL, the season kicks off Saturday. Look forward to my uh, my show on Sunday where I do a preview of the entire season for USFL. Spring football, baby. Yep. Now, your Yahoo League for baseball, is that rotisserie or head-to-head? Head-to-head. Okay. Yep. Both are fun. Rotisserie is fun. Head-to-head is fun. Rotisserie is just kind of what it is. It's rotisserie. Head-to-head is just like you do for football. So. Yeah, it's interesting. I will, um, I'll, I'll make some notes on that uh, for future shows as well i'm just a uh, beginner for that so trying it out uh, playing against some folks i don't even know who they are i just hit an automatic draft and now uh, i'm just gonna go through and see how we do it on a week-to-week basis yes those are always fun now the only, the only thing against that i got against those when you do them <clears throat> there'll be 12 guys in there yeah three of them are they got blood sweat and tears in it and everything else i mean that's this is your life my god it's then you have about three four guys like oh yeah i gotta check my baseball lineup this week you know, so you got a good mix of people in there. 
And then you have three guys that don't touch the lineup all year. Yeah. They check it on Tuesdays, you know, or whatever and go from there. But that, that's what I got. So um, I will be off next week, traveling back. If the, and they let me through back to the States. Bring it to customs. Yeah. But yeah, it would be um, fun. I think with the Yahoo baseball account here with sports and songs with folks that are already into it and are, and are dedicated to following it long all through the season, it would be fun to get a group of guys and gals to do that. So. Yeah, well, we kind of started late, so it's kind of our own fault too. Maybe the guys is like, oh, "I'm already in two leagues, I already don't want to be in a third. So we'll that's kind of on us. But we'll start pushing that earlier in the year next year. Yeah, and then we got uh, amateur baseball tomball. We'll be following a lot of that. High schools kicking into high gear now. We've got another. It looks like here in Minnesota, another week or two of oddball weather: rain, sleet, snow, wind. But boy, when it gets nice, um, everyone's going to be getting outside, and there's going to be a lot of baseball in the air. It, it, on Thursday, it was 100 degrees here. Was it? All right, we'll get back safe. We'll see. Look so I'll be back safe. Here on uh, a good Friday here coming up. Easter on Sunday. We get into Holy Week now. Yes. Kick into spring here for sure next week with the new format. Don't forget, if you don't want to get paid, you want to be an intern, let us know. Yes, we're looking for interns. All right, thanks. Have a good week. Bye.